Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. Hey, you're listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Podcast. This is professional wrestler extraordinaire. Cold Boom Boom Cabana. I don't know why I'm hyping the Wrestling Mayhem show, considering all you do is talk about IWC Pittsburgh Wrestling Wrestlers, but you never really say how great former IWC heavyweight and Super Indy champion Cole Cabana is. Plus, I got a podcast out of wrestling at WeLoveCult.com. But hey, I'm in the podcast world now, so I'm getting some love to the Wrestling Mayhem show. It's a good choice. I'll see you later. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Dot com. It's the best day of the week. Today is the day that you have chosen to listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is DJ Lunchbox putting it the fuck down for you. Let's fucking do this. Monday night, you know it must be raw just being a whore and not wearing a bra Seen his damn belt still spin around his waist I can ship at a rhyme, so what comes out of his face Tuesday night, and it's EC Dub Michael Q. Knoxville, join the club If you think of the shit, scream out Boo boo, this ain't EC Dub, and we can tell that too Wednesday night, ROH on DVD The best wrestling on the planet to the nth degree Joe Damon's delirious, Daniel Sidney, Kim McCarthy Homicide, The Rock, Wilder's and Cancer Kobashi Thursday night, TNA on Spike Bruce's broken so that What's up, guys? Wrestling Mayhem Show 239. Very special, very holy day edition of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. It's Sunday. It's mid-afternoon, which is so atypical of anything that we've done. We And, of course, we're during the Steelers game, which was great planning on our part. But we had to move it here. We did something really special for the awesome cast. Uh, yesterday, uh, we watched the social network, went to a coffee shop in the south side, and had a bit of a roundtable discussion with Chachi, uh, Malengo, and Rob. Uh, so And there was a furry appearance so go check that over awesome awesomecast.com that just went up today this today of sunday uh good lord furries <laughs> anyways that's right you know that uh, uh you know very exclusively there russell i yeah i but. know that more than possibly anyone should know <laughs> and then of course dj lunchbox is keeping us up on the scores for the game yeah. the big ravens steelers game today to what's going on over there it's ten to seven, and the Steelers are losing, and that sucks. Aww. But it's all right because it's the Ravens, and uh, I'm sure they'll fuck up anyway. They're, they've been looking good today. The, the Steelers have been looking good as, aside from that. So there you go. Yeah, Charlie, and of course, Charlie Batch. Charlie Batch is, is is he had a couple overthrown passes, which were kind of worrisome. But this is not the football mayhem yeah. show. Um, that, that happens. So, you, I mean, say. Roethlisberger has overthrown passes all the time. So. Like I said, uh, and, and of course, also on the line here is WrestleFan on the phone lines because his internet has gone bunk on him. See, communist, right. uh, communist Cuba has uh, banned internet mm-hmm. from from all of Cuba. <laughs> so now I am coming from a uh, cellular device this That's week. All right, we got a picture up to be representative of you speaking. So, uh, you know, so you're you're oh, here God. in spirit. You're here in spirit. I, I wonder yeah. what this picture is. You wonder what this picture is. You'll find out when you get your internet back, buddy. Um, anyways. If, uh, it, speaking of which, if you want to uh, talk to WrestleFan personally, all you have to do is go on over to uh, twitter.com slash mayhem show. Oh, did you and, put it up? Uh, his, we, we put his did phone really number up on it? the air. So. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Wait go. a minute. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's it's right there over on the Mayhem Show, or on the yeah Mayhem Show's Twitter, so. Also, quotes from WrestleFan are on, on Mayhem Show on Twitter. But that's how you can find us. Go check out all our stuff at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, uh, Twitter at Mayhem Show. Uh, we don't have any emails today since we haven't, we're having it earlier. So I don't think, uh, do we don't, do we really don't? Let me check. Well, we that. have, we, like, had, we kind of have one that, that I forgot. Uh, good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com if you want to send that <laughs> And you can send into our phone line at 412-206-WMS0 and we hear your voice on the air. Um, and, uh, and of course, check out our iPhone app where we'll have all kinds of fun gold stuff going on there. Ha! Oh, ha! There you go. Um, <laughs> sorry. We can, I'll, I'll tell you what, the Sorg, there is a, um, something we used to do, uh, on the Mayhem show mm-hmm. when we didn't have a lot of emails. And, uh, <laughs> we'd make we're up gonna, emails. We're do it here. Let me, uh, no, no, no. Let me, uh, let me make a search here. We make an email. Oh, God. We write an email to another show live on the air. Oh, no, 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 no. Are we bringing back no. last week's facts of the week? 
I should be vaccinated. <laughs> Man, we should. No. We no. should. We definitely No, should. unfortunately. No. What we're going to do is we're going to read a classic <laughs> Juggalo Jamie mail. I, I actually, Yay. I do want to stick out there. Uh, we, uh, there is one email that was not read last week and apparently I've lost it again. Um, oh. If you go we ahead should. and do yours and I'll, I'll find it. You there? Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, this, uh, I might, I might just have to, uh, read a couple of these because they're short but sweet. Uh, this is from, uh, Juggalo Jamie back on 113.09. Hi, Lunchbox. Fuck yeah. Edge is back. Sean is JBL's bitch and Sean lost at his smile and now he lost his house. <laughs> five cent, five cent of each JBL's Mama Juana, which is oddly spelled right, uh, will be thrown at Sean and his family. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph Ziggler was on the Spirit Squad. Ah ha 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 ha! From male cheerleader to retarded Ric Flair, Raw was awesome. What the fuck? JYK was fired. I missed that part. Kazarni is awesome, and fuck TNA. Lunchbox is awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we, there was one email that, that slipped through the cracks last week uh, on the show uh, from Rudy Stacy. It says, I have something to say. Um, short and sweet. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I was wondering what happened to uh, WWE diva Mickey James and WWE superstar Kung Funaki. Uh, WrestleFan, do you have an update on uh, on the uh, Mickey James situation? Um, she was fired. <laughs> she was fired, but she's also uh, looking like she's uh, popping up in uh, uh, TNA here. Uh, the, 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 there's speculation she may pop up as soon as uh, this live edition uh, this week, uh, according to DivaDirt.com. Uh, so... There you go. She's been, she's in talks with Dixie Carter. Things are happening. On, on top of that, they're also, uh, you know, pushing for even more divas. Uh, said Becky Bayless had a, uh, got a contract recently. Christina Von Erie and, uh, the former Katie Lee also, uh, have tried out recently. And I don't know if they're alluding that they tried out. Oh, I hope contract. they bring Katie Lee back. I'm oh, a big fantastic. fan of her. Um, they're already talking about, uh, if, if Mickey James comes in, she's pretty much going to be the centerpiece of the, uh, D, uh, yeah, knockouts division for the time being. So, and as far as Kung Fu Naki, let me bring up, let me, let me bring up, oh, wait, I think this is the wrong page here. No, that's a weird one. Kung Fu Naki <laughs> right there. Uh, if you remember him, he was, uh, jobber of the week, number one SmackDown announcer there um he was let go a while ago wasn't he mm -hmm. uh, let's see what it says here about what he's doing recently though uh pro wrestling zero one he's been uh after his after his uh uh release uh they they signed uh, him back to return to japan and team with fortin stupid student ikuto hidaki hidaki i'm really great with this stuff i know um yeah and he was released on April 22nd. <laughs> what? What's up? Oh, uh, I, 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 something I found in an old Juggalo Jamie mail. <laughs> All right, do we got another classic one for you? Go on. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was I was looking at videos and like, well, you know, he he linked the video to something called Full Throttle Douche Bottle, and that's really fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember we playing this. Is it the one where it's like, give you energy? Is it, is that the one? No, that was a different. That was a different one. Although mm -hmm. it's the same style. Okay. Um, high lunchbox. What the fuck? Gold dust returned. Fuck him. Fuck TNA two. It's <laughs> Kenny versus Spenny was on it. Was who is the best wrestler? And the Iron Sheik was on it. Fuck awesome. And Spenny lost. And Sheik kicked Spenny's ass. Also, he put him in camel clutch. And fuck him in ass. Go lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect, tremendous, perfect, and that's your fan mail for this week of sorts. Um, no, the, let's see. We don't really have any indie no news. Uh, there hasn't been a lot going on, and and WrestleFan hasn't had the internet to find any indie news apparently. Um, so we'll go right into the news we do have. Um, All right, yeah. Uh, WrestleFan actually has to. He will be leaving us. Um, he he has to uh, take a family member somewhere. He can drive. He can drive. That's right. He, he didn't even tell me he. He left. has his own car. He didn't even he's, tell me he actually. Left. He's got a pretty sweet ass car. Oh, does he? What's he got? 
I don't know. <laughs> I know it's I know it's sweet. I know it's fucking pimp, pimperific. Oh man, it's the wrestle fan mobile mobile. Excellent mobile. Excellent. Um, well, this is like the good old days, LB. Just just you and me I, shooting the shit on yeah, the wrestling. I know. You know, yeah. uh, you're not you're not hopped up Talking on nightclub. About- no, I'm not. not I, I, I uh, actually started the day with B12 and ice cream, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> you moved up in the world. All right, uh, let's yeah. move into it then. Uh, former, let's see, Sean X Pac Waltman arrest update. Uh, he paid a $358 fine in the New Jersey courtroom Tuesday, received the fine when security in Newark uh, International Airport found joint in his possession. So there you go, a $358 joint. So, and he moves on. Yep. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, you know, the Man, big pay-per-views he t- still get work. I know exactly. Right. Well, he didn't get work for too long, did he? Um, <laughs> bragging rights. Well, you know, it'd be like, you know, he's one of those guys that, that's, that he's a name people remember for better or for worse. You stick him on your, your indie card and hope you get a few more fans. But you know, yeah. You know. Uh, of course the uh, hell in a cell pay-per-view is tonight. Uh, I'm sure you'll mm. get a chance to watch it here. Um, but the, one of the matches, the uh, John Cena uh, Nexus, about the Nexus disbanding if he loses, uh, right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I realize I'm on the, the wrong computer. But they had the poster up for bragging rights, <laughs> teasing. I just have Frankie Muniz on here. My bad. Uh, they have a poster <laughs> up teasing uh, uh, the Nexus's involvement in bragging rights. We'll pull it up here for you. Yeah, it's, it's all... Page. It's all Nexus. Uh, no, it's not all Nexus. That's not the. Hmm? Oh, it's not. No, it's it's a lineup there of guys from uh, SmackDown and Raw. So it looks like they're going to do the the you know the the tag match like before. But they see the N, uh, the black and gold N on bragging. So just a little oh, teaser. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I've thought about this. What if they do? They spo- You know, what if they they throw another spin on it, and Cena does win? They disband the Nexus. Well, Wade Barrett makes a new Nexus with season two people. That could that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, oh, that's the Miz. I thought I saw. Sorry, I thought I saw JBL on the poster. Um, uh, the other thing is that's not the only potential spoiler. Uh, WWE is having their Fan Appreciation Day Saturday, October thirtieth in Hartford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, they have already announced a few um, a few of the matches, and uh, now these are potential spoilers. But uh, there's John Cena versus Sheamus, Randy Orton versus Wade Barrett for the WWE Championship. Very interesting. That's a potential spoiler for a couple of matches. Um, uh, a fatal four way featuring or for the heavyweight championship featuring Undertaker, Kane, Edge, and Big Show. That's not really a spoiler. Either Taker or Kane will have it. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Alberto Del Rio. Uh, and it just says MVP Daniel Bryan, The Miz, uh, Michelle McCool, and Natalia will all appear. So, you know, like I said, it's another potential spoiler. Could go wrong. There you go. Now, you're talking to me a little bit about this, uh, uh, the, the fan appreciation day before the show. Uh, tell us about it mm. and, and, and about things looking up there for WWE. Uh, well, um, things things uh, on the stock market are looking up for WWE. They have been posting relatively poor pay-per-view numbers and ratings numbers, but that doesn't seem to matter because um, uh, in an article, another article on The Motley Fool, which is a website uh, completely based around the stock market and investing, mm. um, a guy named Andrew Bond heavily recommends WWE to the uh to the stock market buyer. Mm-hmm. Um uh they they have a, a lot of potential for growth. Uh their partnerships with Jax, Mattel, THQ, Burger King, and uh uh Con Agra, which is the uh, producers of uh Slim Jim, which is quote, the official meat snack of the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, recently served as a presenting sponsor at WrestleMania. Uh you know they they have a lot of potential for growth, and uh, the bottom line uh, is this, and I quote: "It may be easy for Wall Street to look past this unsophisticated entertainment. However, fools know better. Fools being what they call their readers, uh, not know better than to not pay attention to a company 
with a strong management, strong business, and tremendous growth potential. They mentioned how uh, how dedicated Vince McMahon is to the craft, going so far as to be involved, get in the ring. And, I, I mean, most of us look at it like that's kind of crazy. But um, on the other hand, maybe maybe that's a good point. He is so dedicated to his company, he will get his hands what dirty. Other, do, you, do, you so, see, do you see Donald Trump really getting as involved with his company uh, to, to that extent, you know, I mean, it, it's really, yeah, it's really atypical for, for the head of a company like that, you know, like a billionaire guy like that to get, get so, uh, involved for sure. Um, mm-hmm. now, now it's interesting. Uh, you know, on, well, on top of that, which I didn't, I didn't actually realize, um, May, in May 2009, uh, the fan, like the, uh, Quote, he and the other family insiders took a cut in their dividend payments uh, to maintain the stated payout of the other shareholders. Basically, the McMahons uh, and a, a few other people took a payout of uh, 24 cents instead of 36 cents, um, which I guess is, you know, on the dollar or every dollar made or whatever mm-hmm. like that, uh, showing their dedication to protecting shareholder value. And that is very impressive. Um, take like intentionally taking a pay cut so their shareholders won't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty cool. But, um, it, it, well, this is, this is interesting because, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk recently about how the ratings have suffered for WWE programming, especially Monday Night Raw's getting throttled lately uh, ever since football came back. It, it seems like it's more severe than it has been in the past, to be honest. Uh, the numbers, the preliminary numbers just came out for SummerSlam. Again, they're worse than they have been the previous year, uh, which were down from the year before that. And there's been a trend of this, uh, every, every month this year, uh, for equivalent pay-per-views. And which is interesting since they've been mm. doing this whole gimmick thing. So a lot of the pay-per-views have been brand new up until, uh, just now with, uh, with, uh, Hell in a Cell, of course, was started last year about this time. Um, so, mm. and it kind of goes back to, uh, a lot of people really discount TNA saying, well, there might be getting 10,000 buys on their pay-per-views. What do they expect to do? They're only getting a one point, you know, one rating or whatever on TNA. They're never going to hit what WWE does, but it's that international market. It's the, it's the promotional stuff. It's like, it's those partnerships. That's what really gets you that money. Your, your TV is just the platform for that, you know? And, mm-hmm. and then the international TNA is doing fantastic in the international market, from what I understand. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, I, I've I've heard that the only reason that they can continue to do stuff in the states is because of their international market. Yeah, they've had they had a real pu- big push on it. Uh, you've seen the videos recently on, on TNA's uh, programming where uh, they show them internationally, and they show they are they look like they're bigger, bigger arenas from from uh, what I've seen from that. Uh, I don't. I usually tune out mm-hmm. the promotional stuff, but I know I've seen it in the in the in the background there. Um, so well, that's that's one thing that I mean TNA they don't have such a uh, uh, lockdown on their talent that mm-hmm. WWE does. So when they go overseas, uh, they can work with other promotions and work with other wrestlers and people who are already stars over there, which makes their stars bigger. WWE, mm-hmm. you know, uh, instead of going over there and wrestling their talent, they're going over there and wrestling their own and, talent, and I think which it, is still it's still a draw, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just I think it's a it's a harder mountain to climb. I think the other thing you can put out there is uh, whereas in the in the states here, obviously wrestling's kind of been on the downward spine, you know, the, the downward uh, uh, you know run. Uh, you know, it used to be a day. I remember uh, Norm Connors I think told me once that all he had to do was put on a wrestling show and a few hundred people, you know, like eight hundred people would show up back in the late 90s it was hot everybody would just mm-hmm. wanted to see wrestling. It's not that way anymore, but it is that way in other countries. And remember when uh, uh, Sterling James Keenan was on this show, and he was talking, he was just getting back from his trip. I think they went to uh, Sicily, wasn't it, or one of those Mediterranean mountains where they don't get shows like this very often. Yeah. And you know, and you know, great guy that he is, he's not a huge <laughs> international star. You know, he's not Rey Mysterio, for instance. Uh, and and he he says he went over there and got mobbed. You know. Uh, they, they're just excited to see wrestling and wrestlers. And I, I think, I think, mm-hmm. uh, when, when, you know, TNA goes over there with like a Kurt Angle and Jeff Jarrett and all those guys that are names, they don't have the stigma attached to them for being TN, from TNA like they do here in the States. Because here, here it's, well, they're not WWE is the excuse. And anybody, you know, mm-hmm. anybody that thinks if you're not in WWE, you're not worth, you know, anything. Um, you know, as opposed to back in the WCW was maybe held up to, you know, at least an equal standard in in the 90s, at least. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, so there well, goes. I mean, this yeah. this this goes back to something that you said uh, last week, actually. That um, TNA doesn't have that rich history that mm-hmm. WWE does. WWE's been around forever. Mm-hmm. You know, TNA is still relatively new. WCW did have that rich history, and that's why I think they could compete with WWE on that level. To a point, to a point. Um, I, I, I think, well, WCW had the history, had the NWA, yeah, I had the NWA stuff attached to them, so everything feels bigger at that point. Uh, we talk a lot about TNA mm-hmm. does stuff that are, that is just as good, if not better, than what you see on WWE programming, but it feels, it doesn't feel as strong. You know, you don't get the same feeling mm-hmm. from Kurt Angle winning that championship as you do from, you know, for, you know, sake of argument. Triple H, you know, winning the title back. It's like, all right, he won the title. It's just the stage Mm -hmm. is different. You know, the the Bound for Glory is their uh, WrestleMania. It will not feel half as special as even a half-assed WrestleMania this year. Right, I agree. So, um... So you never know. I don't. I don't know what they can do to change it. To be honest, and and do they care to change it? Because they're making money at it. Mm-hmm. So I just I, I gotta wonder. Like I need to add. Um, well, TNA isn't publicly traded. So I can no, no, that's that. the other thing. And a lot Panda of energy. You know what Panda Energy is though. Mm-hmm. So I wonder. See, I wonder. We if, keep we keep doing this. We keep going back to the Panda Energy website. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing there. So when Panda Energy uh, has their report to their stockholders, I mean, it would, I mean, Panda Energy isn't something that's making news like WWE does, because because you know WWE pops up like on your you, your Motley Fool, your your Yahoo Finance, because it's interesting to people. It's 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 the Google for sports entertainment. You know, uh, people want to know right, what it's right. doing. And it's doing very good. Uh, when you have, you know, Panda Energy is just another energy futures, you know, whatever, probably just blends in with the rest. Is TNA even come up as a venture for it? So, mm-hmm. since it is kind of like under, it's like, it's, it's like going back to how would you find out the financials of WCW if it came out along with the Turner Broadcasting, uh, news mm-hmm. in the long run. And then just, um, mm-hmm. I, I did a search for um, Panda Energy, and the headline was Vince McMahon sells WWE to Panda Energy. And I was like, well, that's not... That's a, and then I, I saw the date on the article. It was April 1st of this year. So, well done, Bleacher Report. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I see like Panda Energy selects uh, something about Flower. Oh, no, it's a guy named Flower. Okay. Um, private Company <laughs> Information and Business Week, Quote News... Uh, like, yeah, you don't see anything related to TNA. They probably, it's probably one of those companies that have, uh, all kinds of other, all kinds of other, uh, oh, they created a limited liability company, TNA Entertainment, in order to administer TNA, um, mm-hmm. in 2002. Uh, they were the guys that saved, because TNA, uh, I think, uh, the, the Between the Ropes book really illustrated, uh, the early days of TNA. Um, TNA Facts and inf- Information. Uh, it says, uh, they're a major owner, majority owner in PNA, in TNA, uh, was mm-hmm. 71%. And this may be old as well. Um, who knows? So I, it, when we'll have to, what the, yeah, I, I just got your Vince McMahon sells WWE, the, uh, Panda Energy, uh, thing. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Bleacher Report. Their website, their mm-hmm. website's always, it's so ugly. It's such a crap website. With the Panda it's Energy It's always under website? construction. Yeah, it's it, oh yeah, it's it's complete crap. We've had it on. Yeah, we brought it up before. It's it's been it, it's like copyright two thousand six, and I don't think they bothered with it. So uh, the the internet. Wait a minute. Then how did we how did we get a hold of them before? How do we? I think they we, must have taken that down. Because remember, we called them. We did call them. I bet a bunch of people called them. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Ooh, uh oh. What's up? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. I just found something. What'd you get? I found the admin login. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. We don't have the password or anything. Yeah, but we could speculate. <laughs> <laughs> speculate. Um, is that legal? Can we? Is that legal for us to do that? I think it would be... Uh, I don't know if it is. 
it could be clarified as, as hacking. Oh, yeah, user login is like, if you type in Panda Energy on Google, it comes up as the second entry. That's not safe. <laughs> That's not safe at all. That's Why would you have that indexed? Yeah, and there's definitely not a, uh, well, the admin link is at the bottom there as well. But there's definitely not a phone number anymore. But, wow. They probably got sick of idiots like us. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, bitching about DNA. It's like, oh, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, I wonder if they get more more press because of TNA than whatever they do in the energy company. You never know. Username does not exist. Fuck. <laughs> well, your, your uh, yeah. IP address just got flagged. So... That's Anyways, fine. As, it's as, probably uh, flagged for lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're on a list somewhere, that's for sure. Um, let's see. <laughs> Panda Energy. I, yeah, the, we we had to find all the the key people, the president and everything for the thing Russell fan brought up last week yeah. uh, on their Wikipedia There's Dixie page. Dixie Carter, Andy. They, they yeah, have, Andy Bart. They're in Chris Texas. Sobel, Mike Weber, Dean Broadhead, mm-hmm, Steve mm-hmm. Allison, owner Robert W. Carter. Yeah, and, and the information yeah. for TNA is actually on their Wikipedia page. So, uh, and their only other activity is Panda Ethanol Inc. Remember, never say no to the mm-hmm. Panda as Dave, as, uh, Doc Remedy showed us on his Facebook this week. Um, <laughs> did you see that? Mm-hmm. I, I recommend go, go, go on Doc Remedy's, uh, Facebook page. Uh, if, if you guys have friended them out there, I know some of you have. Uh, there's a don't say no to the Panda commercial or just, just type that in YouTube. You'll probably find it too. Um, I might have. I still there was a an old uh, oh, it's an old commercial about punching pandas in the face and pandas wearing glasses and drinking coffee. I say, and then punch them in the face. Pandas or or koalas? Koala is and the koala koala. the koala punching came up this week. I understand. Yeah, it did. Yeah, so I'm all for that. I have a gif of that actually. Oh my! Um, what? Anyway, Michael Cole works. Michael Cole works for TNA. <laughs> Secured. There's a security guard named Murphy, um, who works for TNA. His real name is Michael Cole, spelled exactly the same. Wrestles under the name Mikhail Judas. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, it looks like a knob. Chris, no, what? No, what? Ah, crap. Nick, wow, Chris Nowinski. Chris Nowinski. Nowinski. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was recently uh, in the news, uh, according to ProWrestling.net. He had a conversation uh, with the Philadelphia Inquirer and recalled a long talk he had with Vince McMahon on the matter last like of a. Well, of course, you know uh, Chris Nowinski uh, was was uh, had to leave wrestling due to uh, concussions he had. Um, and uh, he he's been kind of been on a crusade since to to make uh, the NFL and the uh, and, and the pro wrestling and all the sports more aware of the problems with concussions. Uh, a big proponent of it ever since uh, you know the Chris Benoit incident. Uh, and he, he recalls talking to Vince McMahon and says, "quote The WWE uh, interestingly made more advanced program uh, more quickly." Than the NFL six months after the Crispin Wall tragedy. Uh, this I've never heard of this. I never heard that they actually did anything about this. Uh, they instituted a neuropsychological testing. Uh, they've had it over a year now. And they have pre-talks with new hires on concussions and CTE. They uh, limit bumps in their wrestling school, repetitive falls on your back. Uh, which is what bumps are. Um, Nowinski noted WWE does not advertise their head trauma policies and said it's likely due to liability reasons. Um, so there you go. I full interviews over at philly.com. Um, so that, that is interesting. Uh, they, they made the comment here. Uh, he, he spoke positively of, of, uh, the changes in the NFL. Uh, but they, because the NFL basically ignored it, uh, previous to, uh, the big, the big scare. You know, with Chris Benoit and a lot of the awareness that he's work that he's done, so that's that's you know, in a day where I know we we've kind of uh, you know uh, uh, made some some comments about TNA and some indie wrestlers uh, taking headshots and everything. Uh, it, it's it's nice to say see that WWE is actually kind of taking a step forward in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll notice. When was the last time there was a uh, headshot with a chair? Yeah, no headshots in the chairs. They well, which that kind of goes with the uh, PG, I think. Um, but you know, it's really mm-hmm. it's really good to see that from them there. 
I'm trying to switch your camera. Okay. Although it makes me wonder how long that'll last. Like, if they're going to eventually go back towards the uh, uh, PG-13 or R rating. Yeah, yeah. And it, I'm, I, I kind of wonder with, uh, uh, you know, with Hell in a Cell and everything, if, if maybe this will be a step towards them. I don't know. Everything's all supernatural and everything with uh, with Taker or Kane. They're probably going to stay away from it. So. Oh, supernatural. Yeah. I really, oh, man, I hope for a lightning fight. Oh, I'm waiting for it. Electrified. So maybe they'll turn into an electrified cage match. No, no, no. Let's not do that. Let's <laughs> not do that awesome. at all, actually. Um, anyways, uh, let's see what oh, else we got fuck. here. What's that? What's up? Nothing. I just I, I I clicked the wrong button, and some things that I wanted to see didn't show up. Uh, Hulk Hogan to undergo another surgery. Uh, I don't know this, this Monday or last Monday. Of course, he's got more videos up there. He has like wires in the back of his back. Uh, he, he, there was, there was one thing I read where it's, it, it, it sounded like his, his back and his back, lower back and everything was on fire. I, this guy's in bad shape. He is in bad shape for a guy like in that shape that he is. He's, uh, he's doing rough. I don't think, I really yeah, don't I, think and hope we don't see him in the ring again for this. I mean, it, they'll probably come in and punch a few people like he did. I mean, that's really all we've seen from him so far in TNA is him coming in with some brass knucks and punching flare in the face and that's it. You know, mm. but man, he's he's in bad shape. But yeah, oh, that's Hogan. That's Hogan. <laughs> Let's see a surgery for I'm... all the. Mm, yeah. Ooh, that's gross. Uh, for all the um, all the shit he's done, and all the people he screwed over in his life, and even all the good he's done, you know what I mean? And like people have been saying for years, you know, hang it up, give it up, this that and the other. Um, really. He can't, he really doesn't have anybody to blame for any of this except for himself. Mm-hmm. It was his decision to keep coming back, his decision to keep getting in the ring, his decision now, to I know throw the, away his money. I know the story between behind his knee surgeries um, because one of them was he had a knee a knee injury just before he got his big push, like the Iron Sheik first title run. And of course, he had that title off and on for like four years, and he was the guy for four years to be in the main event on all the house shows. Uh, you know, all over the place. He was the money maker for WWF, uh, in, in the, you know, mid to late eighties. Uh, so he put off his, his knee surgery that, you know, maybe would have circumvented a lot of these problems that he has now. Uh, of course, not the mm-hmm. back, but still. Um, and, and well, even so, was he one of the ones that just got the uh, the neck fusion surgery instead of getting the, uh, I don't think he had the, the fusion. Blown. I don't think he ever had neck problems that okay. I'm aware of. Uh, he's yeah, been it's mostly, hard to have neck problems with his limited moveset. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, he's been mostly back and knee. Of course, you know that could be the neck too, for all I know. But I think it's just 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 bumps over the years. You know, I mean, you know, great, he's got a limited moveset and everything. But he's, you know, he's he's put his time on the mat. He's taken the bumps. He's he's you know, you know, as much as anybody, you fall on your back. You know, how many thousands of times over. 30 years you're gonna do it unless you're rick flair because you're a fucking cyborg um <laughs> with a very i think rick flair just has a very reliable and very discreet pain medication source it's gotta keeps be a, him full of morphine he doesn't even a, have blood anymore it's just morphine now i didn't catch the beginning of tna but one thing i do, did catch uh, speaking of rick flair we can go into that uh i ter- have to tune it on and uh there's mick foley and Ric Flair on my screen, bleeding from their faces, um, <laughs> and just talking on microphones. <laughs> Again, That's I didn't awesome. see the beginning of it. I didn't catch exactly what this is. I was hoping maybe Wrestle. I know Wrestle Fan watches it, uh, and Mike too. You know his his chagrin watches it too. Uh, so I was hoping I can get a little bit of clarification there, uh, but. Uh, it's, it's still one of those where that's the reason those guys are still around. Cause I still thought it was a great promo from what I saw of it. Uh, and maybe excited to see those guys fight each other next week, this week on <laughs> live impact. Uh, they're going to be in a last man standing match, I think, um, for the last time and everything like that. Great way to like, promote McFoley's book. Wait, say it again. It's a great way to promote McFoley's book. Oh, right, right. See, it, those two guys have been... I've seen them go through so much shit, respectively. Mm-hmm. That one match, if it's a last man standing match, needs to be the full pay-per-view. They need to go it's four not hours the in this one match. It's not the pay-per-view. It, it's, it's the live Thursday Impact this week. 
But you know what? The, but I think they're kind of smart to the point. They're not trying to drive people as much to the pay-per-views. They're just making sure that the show is good. You know, I think I think it's part yeah, of the, that true. kind of shifting of strategies we've talked about. Maybe they'll be going away from the pay-per-views. I mean, I think I think I think after maybe the turn of the year or whenever you think the contract might be up for the pay-per-view stuff, I think you're going to see a shift in TNA. Uh, their attitudes change, their strategies change a little bit to that. There seems to be a de-emphasis. We had a, we had a pay-per-view that was a glorified tournament, great matches, but it's not being pushed by a title match, which has been the mo of mm. you know every pay-per-view since the almost the dawn of time, you know, except <laughs> for Sla- SummerSlam '89 and '90, um, or maybe '88, '89. I can't remember. Anyways, um, but but still, it, it it's it just feels like they're putting it on as another show that's more wrestling, which is, which is great, you know. Uh, yeah, I think everybody still delivers, but it's not they're not putting anything as big behind it to actually get buys up and out. And I think they're going to be doing something different. I think these live impacts, these these uh, show pay per view quality shows like they did when they had the ECW pay per view, uh, I thought was a really great idea. I think it's a test. To see if these actually do something, uh, as far as maybe you know their fan base or anything, and just get reviews or maybe you know see if the rating bumps up a little bit. I don't know if the rating bumped up a little bit when they did the last one. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it can't go on the way it is. I think you're going to see WWE drop another pay per view, go down to twelve because it's a two weeks thing. I think I think Hell in a Cell is something that should not bomb. Okay. Uh, I, I agree. It's it's a very good, um, uh, a very good. It's very good all the way <laughs> all the way. Around. I mean, I mean, they did, they've done a really good job on lining up the Undertaker Kane thing. It makes a lot of sense, but it really feels like I think the only other uh, Hell in a Cell match we have is the other title match. Um, but it really just seems like really we need this for these mm-hmm. guys. It's just there because it's there because we happen to have a cage in the building. It's like in Pittsburgh when everybody had a cage match in the same month for no reason at all. Um, <laughs> I'm still going to go back to that. That was just that was a fucked up month here in the area because there were four feds that had a cage match. It was stupid. Not all of them were stupid, but I mean the ones I saw were actually quite good. Uh, but it was stupid yeah. that you know everybody's like, oh, it's another cage match. You know, that is the season. Tis the season for cages. You know, August is cage match month or cage match discount month. It depends on which way you want to look at it. Um, but anyways, we got any word on Russell Fan? Is, is he still taking? I just, I just, I, I mean, just got a message. From you just him got a message from says, him. Is, what, what, yeah, we bringing him back. The lunch coming up. He's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. I love. I love when you're like, I gotta go check something, and he's like off screen up there. Look at you, just like. <laughs> although, although, although the best thing when we were doing the awesome cast is when Chachi just gets up and walks away from the table, in the middle <laughs> of the recording, no explanation. I think he went to go to the bathroom or something. I I don't know. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Um, he says he says uh, he's not sure if he'll make it back in time. The lines are taking forever. The lines? So. Where is he at? The DMV? He no, he had to go get food. Food. Yeah. Man, not for him, but for his for, for his uh, for his little brother. All right, I got you. I got you. Anyway, what else? We, what else we got here on the rundown? I think you put a couple things in here. Aside. I, I do, but you know, we were, we were talking so much about Hell in the Cell. Why don't we do a Hell in the Cell rundown? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, it's going to be partly useless because uh, I think most people will watch this after they've watched the pay per view. Um, that's true. So, okay, well then, um, let's let's talk about how good the pay per view was. How good was the pay per view, LB? Um, oh man, it was so good. So good. <laughs> um. I, in a, in a, in a very surprise, <laughs> Julie Bologna just ripped on, uh, Jeff Reed. That's weird. Um, okay. <laughs> no way. Too much shit going on. Uh, okay. In a, in a surprise move, um, the, uh, one of the best matches of the entire night was Michelle McCool versus Natalia. Natalia won back the Unified Divas Championship, and that was a grueling, 
20-minute match between these two where they pulled out all the stops. There was interference. There was there was violence. There was weapons. It was just absolutely crazy. And I mean, Natalia won. She won the, the Unified Divas Championship. But, I mean, that was a hell of a surprise. I, mean, I, I was surprised. Weren't you surprised? I was really surprised, LB. I was super surprised. I mean, I, it really feels like the Divas division is really going to really going to uh supersede the uh you know the, the knockouts i mean it feels like wrestling's come back to the women's divisions right 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 all, yeah, all because exactly. of natalia and michelle mccool exactly yeah yeah michelle mccool i mean the old the old teacher and everything i mean yeah. that's great that's great that's awesome so what else happened? What else happened? Um, well, there was the, the triple threat submissions count anywhere match, mm-hmm. which wasn't really much of a triple threat um, because, uh, you know, they did their entrances and all that. And Morrison came out and Morrison's hair caught on fire immediately. Um, so needless to say, he submitted right away. So they just went ahead with the match with um, Miz and Daniel Bryan. Okay. That one was was a bit of a shocker. Um, yeah. They got in the ring and Miz lost almost immediately to Daniel Bryan. Uh, Daniel Bryan put him in the, uh, uh, the old, not the, not the cross face that he's been doing, but, uh, cattle mutilation. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, uh, Miz tapped right away. So, um, yeah, it was pretty interesting. I gotta say. Excellent. Excellent. Now, and of course, John Cena, Wade Barrett, uh, happened and, uh, and uh, what, what happened there, Albie? Uh, <laughs> Um, well, uh, to, to the spoilers were correct. Uh, John Cena did lose mm-hmm. to Wade Barrett and he joined the Nexus. Uh, mm-hmm. and then he promptly, um, took control of the Nexus. Oops. And, uh, they beat the living hell out of Wade Barrett, ejecting him from the group immediately. And, uh, John Cena, J- Cena, Cena, John Cena did turn, uh, very super heel that night. Uh, and Wade Barrett, um, I guess you could call him a baby face if his face wasn't all smashed in and covered in blood. Yeah, um, it, it, it turned out that this was the plan the whole time. John mm-hmm. Cena has been the uh, the mastermind behind Nexus. He's been mm-hmm. given the secret plans and all this stuff. It was uh, it was really quite incredible, really quite interesting. Um, and they did they did go with the blood a lot, a lot of blood, a lot so of the blood, blood has returned. The blood has Wade, returned. Wade Barrett bled like a champ, like Ric Flair on. Uh, on vodka, yeah. Hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, you know this is this is Tuesday, so so Monday Night Raw happened too. And 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 hmm. not only was John Cena behind the Nexus, but he revealed the mastermind behind the uh, the uh, the Raw GM. Uh, uh, That's correct. Yeah, JJ Dillon. JJ Dillon. JJ Dillon. Yeah, uh, they they had to have this whole um, like retrospective video package to tell people who JJ Dillon was. But uh, I was surprised. Were you surprised? Yeah, I was surprised. I was really surprised. I, I declared. I mean, he did this a lot. He did this a lot, even though there's a lot more than four uh, in, mm-hmm. in the group. So I, you know, I think that may have fallen on deaf ears uh, when when that happened. Um, but other than that, I thought really really interesting, shocking television there. I hope it really helps mm-hmm. them. So. I thought it, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course, um, the Hell in a Cell matches we were talking about. Yes, uh, we did have uh, Kane versus Undertaker, which mm. was uh, which was excellent. Mm. Um, there was there was uh, the the first five minutes of the match was pretty much a lightning fight. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Paul Bearer was destroyed, mm-hmm. sadly, but the urn remained. It was only just like a kind of like a smoking crater uh, with the urn in the middle of it, and the Undertaker, of course, got all angry and you know fought Kane and he uh, he went and won back the title uh in spectacular fashion um because as he tombstoned Kane uh lightning struck the entire uh cage and uh, it was re- really something to see it was really something to see you guys you should have seen it you should have seen it excellent excellent and of course the other one was uh Randy Orton and Sheamus um uh, that that yeah. match yeah. It had some problems. Um, first off, I mean, they wrestled. They they both were in the cell, and it was great, and they were doing all right. Uh, until the Nexus showed up, the new Nexus, starring uh, the one and only John Cena, and um, they uh, took an acetylene torch, cut their way into the uh, into the cage, and beat the crap out of both of them, just the living hell out of both of them, and uh, beat them severely. And then, you know, it was this whole, we're the new Nexus, you know, this is a message, we're going after everybody. And uh, they left, and they're laying there, and I'm waiting for the pay-per-view to end, and they're like, well, that was kind of anticlimactic. And then they show back up, and I'm like, what the hell are these guys doing? 
you know, they, they were just out here. Why bother leaving? Um, well, it turns out they have a new member and it's the Miz and the Miz comes out and he, uh, he pins Randy Orton and, uh, cashes in his money in the bank and wins. And, uh, so Randy Orton, your new WWE champion and no, I'm not Randy Orton, Miz, Miz, your new WWE champion and new member of Nexus. So, uh, it's going to be pretty, pretty interesting. Fantastic. Good pay-per-view. I'm glad they can pull off such a great uh, show in just two weeks' notice like that. I, I think they yeah. can be commended for that. And TNA should be yeah. shaking their boots. So, anyways. I agree. <laughs> well, at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to hit on before we head out of here? Um. Well, uh, it is, uh, there's, uh, 14 minutes and six seconds into the fourth quarter and the Ravens are still beating the Steelers 10 to seven Ugh. and that blows. Oh, okay. So the good job, Jeff, Jeff Reed, I saw earlier in the Twitter feed was not, yeah. uh, well, holy shit. Uh, Browns are up by 13. Insane. My Chachi says, yeah. so, well, I guess it's time. Uh, DJ lunchbox. What did you learn from wrestling this week? Uh, I learned that lightning fights are always awesome, especially when they make you wait for them. Um, I learned that, uh, John Cena is going to be a great heel. Um, I'm absolutely excited to see his heel work. Uh, and I, uh, I learned that it's impossible to round people up for a show on a Sunday. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Especially with the Steelers what playing. <laughs> what, did, what did you learn, Sorgatron? Uh, I learned that, uh, again, I'm, I'm always happy to see uh, that, you know, uh, Ric Flair and, uh, and, uh, Mick Foley going at it, you know, uh, on the mic is still, uh, pretty fantastic. Uh, oh, also, um, apparently TNA just discovered, uh, you've been iced, bro. And I think that's going to be the thing that kills Ric Flair. Because <laughs> they did it to him two weeks in a row. I don't understand where this came from. I don't know why they're doing it. It's hilarious when they do. It makes absolutely no sense. So Mad Mike will hate it because he likes logic in his professional wrestling. What the <laughs> hell was that? Something just moved in the studio. I have no idea. Apparently, what? the ghost of Mad Mike is angry. Uh, <laughs> That's what well, you've so, been. You've been nice, bro. You've been. What the hell? Are you looking it up? Bros icing bros, yeah. Bros icing bros. You, you know this concept, right? You, you've heard of this? No. This is when I'm you unfamiliar. you take a Smirnoff ice, like a bottle of Smirnoff ice, put it in front of somebody and say, "You've been iced, bro," and they have to get down on <laughs> one knee and chug it. We actually did this at the Buckos tweet up. Look in my YouTube feed for "You've been iced, bro." <laughs> and there's uh, AJ that's been, AJ Kuftik that's been on uh, uh, the awesome cast uh, is got iced. I thought we, we, you wow, know what? We'll that's... look it up. Hold on a second. I, we, we can put it up right no, here I just, on the show. I, I just found it. I just found it. All right. Well, not that, but something else. I found. I see. I see it. That's fucking weird. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll bring it up. We'll we'll go out on this on the show, perhaps. Um, <laughs> hold on. Uh, Phil, for a second here. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's that's apparently. <laughs> It's, uh, well, where does it say? Icing wasn't the Trojan horse, but the Smornoff ice was what our Trojan horse was carrying. Finally, we had a nationwide bromant during which we all agreed upon the contents of our Brojan horse. <laughs> wow. One, oh, one bro got iced by the cops. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, I, I do kind of want to, you know, uh, <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> Watching your bro kneel down and chug a snort off ice. There we go. Is the icing on the cake of your bro's and horse. There you go. He's like, he's been on the label. Gotta show the label, apparently. No label on the TNA ones. I gotta do some jet lag. I hate y'all. He just came back from France. You have to drink a lot Yep. Oh, it has to burn. Uh, uh, I bet it burns. Yeah, you didn't even get through the whole thing. This is like shitty Sprite. Anyways, that's the kind of fun we have around here in these parts. So, um, that was, yeah, that was from the Bucko, the Buckos tweet up, uh, that we did over the summer, uh, in front of Pittsburgh Pirates game. So, um, there you go. 
Oh, the, the bromance. The bromance. Uh, well, the thanks, bromance. thanks, DJ Launchboss, for That's, coming in on the Sunday. Hey, you got it. You got um, it, sir. I'm going to go uh, commune with Jesus. There you go. Um, I'm probably going to go to Walmart in my own way, commune. Um, in your in your own way. In my own way. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's the plan. Uh, this show will be up, I think, later today, of course. Well, if you're watching it, there you go. Um, again, this week, uh, we're at sorgtronmedia.com is taking the week off. We're going to get the Chachi Says up on Monday, and then that is going to be it until next Monday, uh, at least. Uh, we'll be at the New York Comic Con. Myself, Mad Mike, uh, Chachi, and, uh, wife of the show, Missy, is going to be there. Uh, we, who knows? We, I got, a, I got a professional badge to get in there early. I don't know, uh, if I'm going to try to get interviews. I know, I don't think any wrestlers are going to be there this year. Uh, but we'll be around. You'll be hearing a lot about it. Follow me at Sorgatron, uh, on the Twitters, uh, at Chachi Says for him, at Rebellious Flaw. And you'll be seeing a lot of media coming from us just because that's what we do, you know? Um, so mm. what do you got going on this? What, how, what are you doing with your week off from SorgatronMedia.com? Well, I am, uh, I am returning to my, uh, my home nation of Greene County here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, I am going to, uh, spend some quality time with the family, uh, recharge in the country, in the silence, look at some stars. Uh, I'll also be writing a fair amount. So, um, there should be, uh, a lot of content coming up theoretically on thoughtfulriot.com and maybe a couple other places. Um, I will be tweeting. I'm not, uh, disconnecting from the tubes in any way. And just uh, getting a little change of scenery. So uh, it's going to be freaking sweet. Let's get the F out of here. Thanks, guys. Check us out. WrestlingMayhemShow.com at, at Mayhem Show for any updates. Uh, good times at Wrestling Mayhem Show. And also our... Yeah, right, uh, 412-2006-WM0. Thank you. I'm Sorg. I'm DJ Lunchbox. And you're the Mayhem Nation. We'll see you in, in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Please subscribe to our iTunes streams and blog at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Email us at GoodTimes at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or call us with any comments at 412-206-WMS0. We love to hear from our fans, and who knows, maybe you'll make it onto the show. The Wrestling Mayhem Show was recorded live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in front of a live internet audience and is a production of Sorgatron Media. You can be part of the show as we record live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on TalkShoe.com and Eastern.tv.